For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Accelerating your fandom, this is Flash TV Talk. Welcome to Flash TV Talk, the fan podcast dedicated to news, reviews, and more for the hit CW show, The Flash. I'm Bo. And I'm Belle. Belle, how you doing tonight, buddy? I'm uh, alive. That day, that's good. You know what? We celebrate that here. We are all about being alive, and that is, uh, I, I am alive as well. Man, we got some fun stuff to talk about uh, this week, man. We've been, you know, kind of just, just very recently, as of last episode, kicked off a little uh, fun, you know, a TV Talk Plus series of episodes we were bringing to you during the break. But then, you know, the news just kind of kept on happening left and right and sideways. And it, you know what? You can't you can't ignore it. And there's just too much to geek out about. You know, we had to put the plus on pause and jump into a special episode. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. It's a news flash. Flash. That's right. News flash. We got all kinds of news about season eight and specifically the upcoming uh, major kickoff event that's going to, well, kick it off. Bell, before we dive into it, I want to let the good folks know that this podcast is made possible to them by a TV talk. Nope by patreon.com slash TV talk. Your support is why we're able to bring you this podcast every single week without fail, unless we fail to bring you one that week. Regardless, it's because of your support. So head on over to patreon.com slash TV talk. Uh, by the way, we got some big announcements, some big changes happening here that we are excited to share with you. Uh, probably October 1st, maybe. I don't know. Maybe, I, don't maybe. Know. I, I had a mouthful of orange soda when you said that. I almost sprayed it all into my <laughs> it's happening fast it's all it's all it's all happening fast what could it be what could it be oh, it's, oh, it's 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 big it's huge it's it's, it's massive gargantuan it's it, like mm. interstellar Ooh. sized yes i said gargantuan and that reminded me of gargantua which was the black hole in interstellar that, yes yes which has that, nothing to do with our <laughs> <laughs> big news interstellar tv talk. <laughs> yeah we're, we're going we're going space baby we're just you know the omg science is turning into science and why oh, it's just going to be me talking for an hour and a half every day we're giving you one every day and every day talking about space but, but no no this is wrong this is not accurate uh and just gonna be the whole time like snoring in the background <laughs> yeah no this is not this is not what's what's happening or is it you don't know we know yeah. but you don't know so stay tuned we'll have the announcements coming your way uh, in the meantime, be sure to follow us, Flash TV Talk, on Twitters and all the good stuff there for more information. But again, uh, the the first to know will be our patron supporters. So head over to patreon.com slash TV Talk and you will find out there before everyone else. All right, there we go. That is what we have to say before diving into this. Are you ready for this? Um, let's um, uh, uh, flash right into it. Uh, yeah, there's not really a good transit. I mean, we've already done the news flash thing, so it's just it's just happening. Like this is happening right now, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> uh, we got let's get let's get the basic stuff out of the way, man. We got we got some basic th- things to cover that are not as exciting as the exciting stuff. So we'll get them out of the way here at the top of the show. Uh, first of all, now this I believe we we knew uh, or at least suspected. Um, but of course, it, it is confirmed that at the very beginning of season eight. Oh, you know what? Before I say that, spoilers, right? Yes. Yeah, we should probably like give a spoiler warning. You know, so, yeah, <laughs> if, if it wasn't clear by the title of this episode, uh, we're going to be talking about season eight. We're going to be talking about some of the announcements and thus it will contain uh, spoilers. So if you want to go into season eight totally fresh and without knowing anything whatsoever, this is not the episode of Flash TV Talk for you, at least not until after you watch uh, the beginning of season eight and uh, the five part series that's going to our event that's going to kick it off. So uh, there warning up front. That's done. Whew, glad we got that out of the way. Didn't want to <laughs> didn't want to get the flashback from that one. Uh, all right. Here we go. Season eight. Top of the show, man. We know that uh, Iris's time sickness, uh, a plot line that seemed a little forced in season seven, if I could say that in a non uh, uh, ironic way, uh, was, <laughs> I think you can, 
Uh, yeah, it, it, it worked. Uh, regardless, it was there and it has not been resolved. And that is something that we are looking to potentially resolve here early on in season eight. And along with that, we will get a return of Dion of the Still Force. Now, Bell, the Still Force and just kind of the Force plotline as a whole was uh, made famous, or rather, shall we say, infamous for the continuation of this notion that Barry and Iris were the parents of the forces, the forces themselves, uh, occasionally even referring to them as mom and dad. Um, I, I just want to just kind of make mention of this because it does seem that there's been kind of some different. Uh, I, I, well, how do we say this? I there, there's been some in the fan community that have, have really like gone out of their way to really try to like uh, uh, bash this show. And there is some that have really gone out of their way to like pretend like this season was like the greatest thing since sliced spread. And I want to say to both of these people, or not people, but both these camps, that's more accurate. You're both wrong. Okay. <laughs> like, like, come on. First of all, Look, if you don't like the show, stop watching it. Stop talking about it. That's, there's nothing like nothing's keeping you watching the show. Look, I get it. You're completionist and everything else. We clearly had, you know, uh, comments and, and, you know, critiques for this last past season. It was not perfect. But regardless, like, you know, like it's <laughs> there's still got a ton of potential and it's not fun. I'm sorry. It's just not that fun to go out into the world and just like destroy something that somebody's trying to make for the sole purpose of I don't even know why. Uh, so, you know, maybe don't like just if, if your favorite thing on the Internet is to go and hate on the Flash, please go somewhere else. I'm sorry. You know, there, there is there is the uh, phenomenon of hate watching things that there is that that's true. But like, don't go into fan communities with your hate watching spill. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, or like, like either either watch the show and hate it and keep it to yourself or, you know, don't go into spaces where people like the show and and just dump on it. You know? Yeah, exactly. So like the thing is, there are people that might like things that you don't like. And that's that's true. Now, I realize that's ironic because the other group of people I want to talk to is a very uh, small group of people that are acting as if there was nothing wrong with last season. It was the greatest season of all time. And, and how dare anybody talk ill of it? And uh, praise be to the creators. They know exactly what they're doing. Listen, uh, last season had some issues and it does nobody any favors to pretend as if it didn't like. Honestly, we love this show. We want it to be good. And we think that it has potential. We think it not only has potential, we've seen the potential of the show. We know it can be great. And we there's some amazing things that are happening in season eight that are, uh, you know, worth getting excited for, which is part of the reason why we're doing this instead of our you know, the, the TV Talk Plus uh, series we, we, we had scheduled for this week. So just want to say you're not doing anybody any favors. Stop it. Please stop it. OK, keep your crit like you're not journalists. You're just PR tools. Stop it. Stop it. And you know exactly who you are. All right. Also, so what did you have to um, say? The Snyder Cut of season seven. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. There you go. <laughs> there you go. It would have taken it away. No, all right. Now it's fine. Look, people like what they like, and there are some people that, that genuinely like like things, but like let's not pretend like that there wasn't issues. Uh, I can I can like something and know there's issues with it. Right. For example, at, just ask me any time about my feelings towards the Jurassic World franchise. <laughs> Bell and I feel very differently about that, but I'm not going to pretend like there's not issues and Bell's not going to take every opportunity to just absolutely just, you know, get dump on it. He, you know, oh, but I will. Oh, I will. <laughs> if given the opportunity, sure. But it's not like you're going to make it like your side job, your side hustle, to like go on to the internet and just like, you know, destroy the Jurassic world franchise. Come on. I think it destroyed itself by, uh, by being okay. movies. So. Okay. All right. See, yeah, this it, is, it did plenty of damage on it. I invited own. this. <laughs> I, I realize I invited this. Okay. Well, anyway, look, here's the thing. I think all that to say, uh, the folks behind the scenes, man, they're listening, they're paying attention. And it's not like they are unaware that last season was, you know, not, not a, a out of the park hit. Uh, nobody expected it to be, I, I you know, I, I feel like it's important to go back to this. Everybody realizes that, you know, 2020 was a creative drain, uh, a mental creative drain for all of us. And no matter what profession you're in, no matter what, you know, big budget, you know, uh, projects you had going on from the biggest budget to the smallest budget, like all of us experienced that kind of creative mental drain. And so that it is perfectly reasonable and understandable that it was not the best season of all time. That said, they're paying attention. And I think they do want to make sure that they come back next season very, very strong. Uh, nobody wants to see this show, you know, run into the ground or anything of that nature, especially the showrunners and the folks behind the scenes, the, the writers and otherwise. So there's a lot of love for this show, both behind the cameras and uh, on screen. And of course, all of us in, in the fan community that are uh, still here and 
uh, enjoying enjoying the show for what it is and also for what it can be. And that's, I think, uh, noticeable. That being said, with all of that in mind, please, anybody that might be listening, when Dion shows up, please don't have him refer to Iris's mom. Okay? <laughs> don't have him call Barry and Iris mom and dad. We got the real kids now. Please. Yeah, it's <laughs> Maybe. Just, uh, it's just weird. Yeah, it might even be great just to kind of be like, if, you know, you could even do a throwaway comment about like, oh, it's our son. He's like, hey, please don't call me that. We've 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 evolved beyond that, or something like that. Like we just need, or don't address it. Just just move move along, move along. They are not their kids. We have their kids now, and their kids are great. Please stick with their actual kids and not, you know, I don't know. Just just don't 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 let them call her mom and dad, please. <laughs> yeah, that was that was done to death, and it just didn't work to begin with, especially now that the real kids are here. So hopefully we'll just never refer to it again, and it won't be an issue, and it'll just be the forces. Yeah. And it's fine. I mean, if it happens, it happens. But I'm just saying if anybody's listening and looking for thoughts, critiques, or what can be done better in the season, if you're going to, like, I would say maybe, like, move along from this the force plot line completely and never address it again. But if you're going to, I would just steer clear of that. If you want to know what's going to be kind of a hot button you know, uh, thing that, that was, that was something that felt very, very flat, I think pretty much universally in the fan community. And it's one of those deals. It's, it's a, it's a non-controversial issue in my mind. Like it's it, like the great thing is the fan community unanimously did not like that decision because they have kids, they have real kids that were actually in the show. So yeah. And the yeah. forces were real people before they became the forces. Yeah, and it, it was a it was a messed up, it was convoluted. So yeah, that's that's the thing, right? Dion was older than all of them. That's the old man. He's from he's you know <laughs> that's from, how the CW works, man. I don't know if you know this, but like the kids are all like the, the actors they cast to play kids are always older than the parents. It's nothing makes no, sense. I'm, I'm talking about like you know because he was in the 90s. Well, I guess he was in high school in the 90s, so he might have been the same age as Barry in the future. Yeah, he's stuck in the timeline type deal, right? Like, so, but it's still, it's just, it's, yeah, it's weird. It doesn't work. And yeah, let's just, let's just not do it anymore. Yeah. Yeah. So it's fine. I'm sure I'm like the, it's an, it's a cool, it's a, it's nice like power set to have in the toolkit, you know, like, and he's a great character. I think of all the forces, he was uh, one of my favorites, but you know, I just, that's the one thing I would give is kind of like a, just a, you know, I'm sure they already know this, but maybe maybe let's not let's not have them call them his parents. So there you go. They, they just want to put that out there, put it out into the, the the still force, if you will. Man, DC fandom is returning uh, this October, and there will actually be a featurette on the Flash. What did I say? I said fandom. You said fandom. All right, fandom bell, fandom. <laughs> you got to put the emphasis on the right syllable. <laughs> Uh, you know, fandom was a very interesting uh, experience uh, to kind of virtually, you know, it'll be interesting to see if they get the, um, uh, you know, just what, what that experience is like this time around, because you could definitely see who had the good green screen in their house and who had the good cameras and who didn't, you know, when they were interviewing people. <laughs> I mean, you would figure this would be something that they would like, you know, I don't know, send to people. I mean, and- again, it was 2020, man. Everybody was scrambling, trying to figure some stuff out. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I mean, also recording equipment was difficult to get your hands on in 2020 because everybody was green screening it up. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. there is but, that as well. Yeah. So supply chains notwithstanding, uh, it'll be interesting to see exactly what it all comes to. But what I find interesting about this is that, of course, there will be a feature on the flash. But man, DC as a whole seems to really be uh, pouring a lot of focus on the CW Grant Gustin, Barry Allen at the moment as their kind of definitive flash. And that's exciting to me, man. Like, you know, we're at a part, you know, we're at a very critical moment in the, you know, at the state in for the state of the franchise uh, where, you know, there is kind of some uh, trust that needs to be built back between uh, the show and the fan community. And so to see DC comics really get behind the show to me uh, really gives me confidence that, you know, that they're, they're paying attention. They're not going to let this fall by the wayside. We're not going to end with a whimper, but we're going to make sure that we're building up to a bang. And so I'm, I'm excited to see exactly how that, you know, they come in hot for fandom. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I think, I think it'll be good to see um, what all they have plans for. Um, well, I mean, we, we're, we're seeing that, I guess, with, with, with fandom. So, yes. Out of curiosity, with fandom as a whole, is there anything in particular that you're like, aside from the Flash, is there anything in particular that you're really looking forward to? Man, you know, I, I haven't really kept up with it this year. Um, it's just been really busy with work, and I haven't really had a chance to sort of like dive into what fandom has uh, discussed and brought about. I mean, I, I clicked on some links, and there was uh, Peacekeeper 
uh, showing up. And I know there's a series coming out with him, which might be pretty neat. I'm guessing that's going to be on uh, HBO Max. Yeah, I would uh, imagine. And then it seems also like Black Lightning is going to be heavily featured in some form or fashion. Now, is that going to be with the crossover or is this going to be like a separate project? I think it has to do with the movie. I think like so it, it's I, they they ended the promo that I saw with The Rock. And it seems as though they're about to drop some sort of big black lightning. I don't know. I have a sense that like maybe black Adam. I'm sorry, not black. <laughs> yes, of course. Black. Adam. I, okay, yeah, you confused me. Yeah. I, yeah. That's why I was thinking you're talking about crossover. And I was like, wait, wait, are they are they making a black lightning movie? I was like, no, that's, that's my bad. No, yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Black Adam. So I know, and I know that, you know, black Adam has been a project that's uh, been uh, of, of particular interest to you. Yes, um, I I like the rock. I like the casting there. I think that's uh, a good choice uh, for Black Adam. Um, I I love the Shazam movie. I saw they recently just finished wrapping on, uh, or they just wrapped principal photography on the Shazam sequel, and I wonder if there will be some kind of lead in or tie in or cameo or something uh, with Black Adam on this uh, second Shazam movie. I would imagine so. Um, my guess is that like that's I, I, it, it's it's very curious to know exactly what the play is for DC um, in terms of like what their what their next big move is going to be. Uh, but I, I do think that, you know, Suicide Squad ga- gaining some, I think, critical reception uh, has has, you know, I mean, like, I, I think I think we're going to see sounds weird to say, but like a grittier DC, which is odd because obviously, you know, the, the DC, you know, expanded universe hasn't really been known to not have grit. I won't say a grittier DC. I will say a more violent DC. Okay. Interesting. I think, I think there's a huge difference because gritty is like, like grim dark and, you know, rain and black and all this kind of stuff. But there wasn't a lot of that in uh, suicide squad. Uh, wait, wait, hold on. Which one is David Ayers and which one is there's so there's the suicide or I'm sorry, Suicide Squad was the first one. The okay. Suicide Squad is the new one. Okay, cool. I wanted to make sure I wasn't misspeaking there. Yeah. It's very, very hard to do that, uh, to 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 mix up those titles. I mean, it's it's extremely, you know, hard to do. So I want to make sure that I didn't mess up which was the movie that David Ayer made and which was the movie that James Gunn made, because the titles are are, are not are not similar at all. Yes. And so I don't yeah, want to no, totally different. You don't want to you don't want to create podcast career suicide or anything like that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, <laughs> but yeah. So so like, I mean, you look at James Gunn's The Suicide Squad um, and even compare it to Suicide Squad. Like there, there is a very I mean, granted, like, yes. OK, fine. I'll say it. Release the air cut. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay. okay. I, I would very much like to see Ayers original vision for that movie because the 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 tonal differences and the and the it was just so bad and so poorly put together and but but like you know it was gritty right it was dark it was uh ominous and then it wasn't in some places that that was when they cut it differently with the reshoots and stuff mm-hmm. um and then you look at guns and guns is very violent it is extremely violent but it's kind of lighthearted and it's sort of colorful and um you know like tonally it's not as dark but that darkness comes in from the violence and stuff. And so, you know, uh, that's, that seems to, that seems to work. Like it, it worked with, uh, with Deadpool and Deadpool two. Um, it worked in the suicide squad. Um, it's, it's worked in other comic properties. And so, you know, wouldn't that be interesting to see? I mean, I don't know. Cause like, uh, I don't think DC is going to have a rated R, cinematic universe because you're just limiting your audience at that point well i mean but at the same time what with with what they've been doing with hbo max i it's kind of i i hmm. i think i think dc will really benefit as a whole when they kind of embrace like the inner child and right now they don't want to do that they want to be they you know it's like no we're 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 dc we're we're comics for adults we're we're heroes for adults and I think that there's nothing wrong with that. Like that's, that's a choice um, and it, it can work. And we've seen that work well for them and we've seen it work not so well for them. Uh, and I do think that, you know, with what they've been doing with HBO Max, I, you know, where it has worked and where they've gotten the most praise, I think is where we'll probably see a continuation. That said, and I don't think this is going to happen anytime soon, but I do think we need kind of a DC revival of just finding that inner child. 
and just embracing that inner child. It's okay. It's okay for things to be fun and, and goofy, not in an ironic way, but in a sweet way. And I think even Suicide Squad got that right. And it, yeah. it, 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 it amidst the violence, it got what? that aspect right. <laughs> yeah, and that, that's what's interesting about it, right? Is because like Shazam embraced that, and I think it, that's yes, one of the reasons yes. why it was so good. And Suic- the Suicide Squad had that as well, except for it was extremely violent. Right. So, you know, like you, you maybe maybe you can do your uh your your Suicide Squads or the Suicide Squad in the same universe as your Shazams. And, you know, you, you give them the R rating and they and they do overlap like you don't see your big name characters in your R rated movies because, you know, you're, you're a suit at Warner Brothers and like you're looking at profit margins. Oh, we can't Superman can't tear someone in half, you know, whatever stuff like that. Right. Um, and so, yeah, I, I think those two can exist in the same universe. Um, I think it's I think it's possible. Uh, so, yeah, but but I, I like I like this embrace of of the goofiness. And if you want to keep it like dark and adult, put the violence in there like like they did with the Suicide Squad. So. Well, and to some extent, the blending of the two could actually make it more more fun and exciting. And what I mean by that is to say, like, yeah, like, you know, have perhaps a Black Adam movie that might be somewhere between the Suicide Squad and Shazam and have him cross over with Shazam. And instantly you've got that, you know, anything is possible in this universe kind of feel that we haven't really experienced now. I mean, I've been a big advocate for like, Hey, just, you know, start the whole thing over. Like we, <laughs> I think it's a good time. I think it's a good time to do that. That being said, Hey, I mean, like, let's see where some of these projects go. I mean, like, you know, good movies is good movies. And if it's, if it's a mess right now, like, Hey, just cause it's a mess doesn't mean it can't also be fun. So we'll see what, we'll see what ends up happening. Yeah. All right. Well, one way or the other, we'll definitely be tuning into DC Fandome. Let us know what you want to uh, see and what you'll be listening for or looking for uh, through that. But yeah, big shouts out to them. Uh, again, excited that they are you know maintaining kind of focus on Grant's uh, Barry Allen and the Flash, and uh, look forward to uh, yeah some big some big drops, man, about season eight because of course the big news, the big thing to talk about is this five part not crossover event armageddon that's right so the flash is coming back in season eight with five-part events now in the past of course they've done these uh, massive crossovers the last one being crisis where they've partnered up with other shows and then you'd watch you know one episode would you know technically air on the flash and one episode would technically uh, air on you know arrow and one would technically air on uh, supergirl and it would be kind of cascaded across the uh, various cw television universe shows the arrowverse shows uh but here man this is all taking place within the flash but will feature a lot of different characters that we'll be talking about here in just a minute uh but first we want to talk about the big villain uh okay despero despero i think it's despero i've always said despero man despero uh how familiar are you with uh with despero from the comics i know he's an alien <laughs> what, what gave it away <laughs> I know he's an alien. He's he's like a big bad dude. Isn't he orange? Is he orange? He's, he's purple. Orange. Well, you know what? I think that he has been orange. Uh, I I've always known him as purple though, but I do think he has been orange as well. Um. Okay. Let me see. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He's got the fin on his head. Yes, the fin on his head, and a, another very very specific definable feature. He's got an eye in the a third eye. Yeah. Or, or a singular eye. I think maybe he's been depicted as a Cyclops before. My, my familiarity with the character comes, uh, as, as is no surprise, from uh, Justice League, Justice League Unlimited, the, uh, the animated version of it, where he was kind of this, um, he was an alien who was outcast because of his, you know, quote unquote, deformity, having the third eye. Uh, however, he engaged with this kind of sacred flame that ended up possessing him and giving him this, you know, uh, extreme power strength. He was able to kind of blast these firebolts from his eyes. And thus he returned back to his people as something of a glorious savior and was pseudo worshiped, if I'm not mistaken, as, as a bit of a, if not a God, then some sort of like prophetic deity type of uh, role in their society. Uh, but ultimately was, yes, you guessed it, totally evil and uh, wanted to, or was just trying to enslave his people and, and get revenge and yada, yada, yada. Uh, great character, honestly, in the way that it was depicted there. Now, I believe uh, the comics, there's a bit of some differentiation. It wasn't like a true one-to-one, but for me, that is the version of the character that I'm familiar with. Uh, what about you, man? Uh, have, you, have you seen him in anything, or, or is this your first time uh, engaging with the character? 
I probably have seen him in some Justice League stuff, uh, some of the animated things maybe here and there. Um, but as far as like from comics and whatnot, no, not really. Yeah. So, you know, I, he's a he's very much a Justice League villain, um, has telekinetic abilities. And in fact, that is what they're going to be leaning on here in this uh, crossover event. Um, they said that uh, basically he's going to be here on a mission. Of course, an alien, uh, his interferings is going to interfere. Well, his interferings will interfere. Uh, his, his machinations will interfere with the fate of humanity. Uh, what Despero wants with humanity? Great question. We don't quite know that yet. And what could that actually mean? Well, maybe the uh, heroes that we have engaging with them can kind of give us a little bit of a clue. Another clue here is the title of the event itself, which is Armageddon. Armageddon from the uh, comics was a storyline that dealt a lot with potential futures. And thus, what's up? No, it's just uh, every time I hear the word Armageddon, I think of that uh, uh, Joe Bob in the morning radio sketch. What? What is this? Oh gosh, uh, wasn't it was wasn't it Joe Bob and Randy in the morning or whatever? What was the? It's like Z one hundred six. Oh, you mean in Jackson? No, it, it was it was a nationally syndicated show. They just played it on Z one hundred six. Okay, what and was they, the bit? Had, they had the straight laced guy who would like always read the news. Uh huh. And and he reads <laughs> the story. About uh, it's it's not it's not an appropriate uh, story to tell here, but like th- this guy's always like a straight laced dude, and he's always reading the, these news stories, and he just cracks up because the story is hilarious, and uh, it, it, it's just. <laughs> I'll, 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 I'll this is not here. a great start. I'll yeah, keep well, going. <laughs> the, the important things to know is that th- there was a safe word involved, and that safe <laughs> word was Armageddon, and uh, <laughs> so. <laughs> The guy's yelling the safe word, and one of the other co-hosts is like, Armageddon! <laughs> Armageddon! <laughs> so every time I hear the word Armageddon, I think of that radio show. It involves a gerbil, and that's all that I'll say. Okay, all right. Yeah, I think I think you've painted <laughs> you've painted a, a picture. Uh thank thank you. Not at all for that. Uh yes, yes. Uh, you know, for me, man, I <laughs> my mind goes in a, a very different direction. Armageddon. Um, yeah. <laughs> every single time I hear it, I just think of I don't want to close my eyes I don't want to fall asleep Cause I'll miss you, baby And I don't want to miss a thing <laughs> I don't know, Steve Buscemi's Space Bandits just doesn't tickle me nearly as much as Armageddon! Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Deep Impact was the better movie. Uh, oh, Alright, yeah, so back, back on task here. Uh, yes, so Armageddon, the storyline for the comics, does deal with potential futures. And comparing that with, you know, some of the characters that we have might give us a little bit of a a good means of speculation as to what we can look forward to. But before we jump into all of that, uh, let's take a quick break here. We'll be right back with some more Armageddon talk right here on Flash TV Talk. back uh yes uh, and the world has not ended but it may for our heroes uh team flash will need the uh, assistance from across earth prime to deal with despero and uh his you know plans so here's the deal bell this is not a crossover event in the traditional sense because of course this is all taking place on the flash but we're tapping a lot of different characters that have either had their own show, appeared on other shows, or been part of crossovers before. Let's break it down for them. Man, returning since uh, joining the Justice League and unfortunately the cancellation of his own show, Black Lightning. Oh, okay. So they're bringing Black Lightning back, eh? Yes. And it's actually kind of a... So, you know, on the the one hand, there is kind of a a plus to the fact that uh, they've got characters whose either shows did not, you know, get fully picked up or... Um, who are not on uh, who don't have their shows anymore and that's that they can really get creative with their stories uh, and maybe you know maybe kind of swing for the fences in, in some big ways um, that said I mean like you know I'm, I'm sure that you know uh, uh, fans of the Black Lightning show would much prefer to have the Black Lightning show back but regardless uh, it'll be interesting to see um, how he plays in here so yeah man Black Lightning will be uh, here for the crossover also Batwoman uh, now this is not the Kate Kane Batwoman uh, which as I understand it has been recast this is actually going to be uh, the Ryan Wilder Batwoman so this will actually be her first major well I say that uh, in terms of this will certainly be her first inter- interaction with the Flash uh, in a crossover event and so I'm really interested to see how you know uh, she comes into the dynamic of course Kate Kane was such a big 
uh, I had such a great chemistry with uh, Supergirl in particular. Yeah. Um, and I remember us walking away from crisis, being excited for what the future could hold there. And then obviously, um, you know, the, the re- real world kind of adjusted and, and therefore the, uh, this, the show adjusted along with it. And so as I understand it, uh, fans of Batwoman have been enjoying Ryan Wilder and I'm looking forward to seeing uh, her in gauge here with the, the team as a whole. Yeah. Cause uh from the looks of it, Ryan Wilder is staying in season three, but also Kate Kane is being recast uh, by Wallace Day. So that'll be interesting. Yeah, but I don't think she's part of this, or at least so far yeah. it has not been um, uh, has not been named. So we'll we'll have to see uh, where where it all falls in. I mean, there it is possible. It should be noted there it is possible that the people that we're going to talk about here, they're not the only people that could appear in this. That we could get some uh, folks beyond that. But in terms of kind of more confirmed characters that we've got Mia queen, man, we're going to get uh, Oliver Queen's little girl all grown up. She's going to come back from the future. <laughs> Interesting. I think uh, let's put a pin in that. We're going to circle back to it. We've also got Sentinel uh, Supergirl's sister over on Supergirl will be a uh, part of this along with Ryan Choi, who we've not seen since his um, lackluster role on crisis. Yeah, but I mean, also we have Brandon Routh coming back as Ray Palmer. So interesting, isn't it, Bell? Very, we, very. Mm-hmm. So the Adam is returning, and the future Adam will also be part of this. So, so this is this is interesting to me. You know, as a as a fan of Legends and watching them, kind of you know get rid of Ray Palmer um, off the show because you know he and um, uh, Damian Darks daughter you know they end up getting married and they go leave and be normal people and not be time traveling superheroes anymore well that's Um, nice so he's coming back but she is not coming back which is i mean there's a lot it's a big crossover you don't have to have all the people but um yeah so i i think this would be an interesting avenue for them to keep the adam character alive but you know clearly they wanted to get rid of uh brandon routh um Hopefully, because they want to like make him Superman again. I don't know. I, that, I, I, do not <laughs> hold your breath, my friend. Uh, yeah, but 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 there there you know there's an option here for um for Ryan Choi to pick up the mantle of the Atom since the last you know we saw of him was him basically retiring from superhero life. So that that's that's an interesting little dynamic there that that hopefully they'll do something with. I thought they're going to do something with you know um with uh Crisis on Infinite Earths, but they didn't do it there, which they had the opportunity to, they knew they were going to write, you know, write out um, the Adam. So like, I don't, I don't know, whatever. Um, well, <laughs> so I, I wanted to ask you about this. Did Ryan Choi ever come up on uh, legends? Like, did he ever no. pop up on? So we really have not seen him since, uh, since crisis then. I mean, as far as I know, he has not. Yeah. I yeah. haven't seen much of this uh, most recent season of legends, but as far as I know, he has not been on, uh, on the show. Well, certainly one of the hallmarks of this universe as a whole is they plant seeds to get rid of characters like well before they actually happen. <laughs> You know yeah. what I mean? And yeah. so like it did it did seem like maybe they were introducing this character because they knew of, uh, you know, uh, I don't know, maybe it's contract negotiations. Who knows? Who knows? Uh, but regardless, Ryan Choi, uh, it, the, if if Ryan Choi is to become the Adam, I'd say the the smart money is on it being during this crossover or, yes. or this event, I should say. Yeah. Uh, so excited to see that happen. Uh, interesting that uh, Adam ran away with Damien Dark's baby girl because Damien Dark himself will actually be returning for this crossover. We still don't have Damien Dark's daughter there. We have Damien Dark and we have Ray Palmer. So like, why is well, she showing up? Because I think honestly, man, because we don't know who that is. Like not everybody's got like this is a flash event. Like, all right. So that's the thing, right? We keep on. I keep on saying crossover. But the reality is this is a flash event. And all of these characters that are returning, I believe, I'm just doing another quick scan, with the exception of Batwoman, we know. Uh, and like like all of these characters we know. We know Sentinel. We don't know her as Sentinel yet, as Flash. If you are just solely a Flash viewer, uh, you're not going to know that she's, you know, she goes by Sentinel now. But, I mean, that's an easy explanation. There's nothing, you know, no, no big issues there. But Mia Queen, Ryan Choi, uh, Black Lightning. These are all characters. Damien Dark. The, these are all characters that we've engaged with before. Wait. Well, and even Batwoman, but just it was just you know it wasn't Kate Kane. It was uh, Ryan Wilder. Right. Time. You're familiar with the mantle for sure. Yeah. You you know you know of Batwoman. You you know that like, uh, huh? It's it's a new Batwoman. Okay. I guess I passed the mantle or something like that. Yeah. 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 Right. So honestly, the very fact that we get in Damien Dark, because even as I'm saying that now, I'm starting to think like, wait, hang on. Now, do we actually know Damien Dark? I mean, like we know Damien Dark, 
But do flat if you are just strictly a Flash viewer, you've never watched Arrow, you've never watched Legends of Tomorrow, you might not actually know who Damian Dark is. Maybe. I, I don't I don't think he's appeared on the Flash yet. So I, I, I stand corrected. Well, I mean, he's such a prominent villain in the Arrowverse. Yeah. That I, I would I would presume that maybe not the majority, but like a lot of people are going to know who he is. Yeah, that's um, fair. He's he's certainly one of the biggest of the big bats. Yeah, um, and, and we have Ray there to explain who he is. Yeah. You know, to 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 say maybe maybe Batwoman um, or or any of the other characters. Like you know, there there can be exposition in there for you know Ray to explain who he is because he's probably had the most experience with him. Um, yeah, that's possible. Oliver, who's dead. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then, man, ran, rounding out kind of the announced featured guests, we've got Ebard Thon. This is going to be the Tom Cavanaugh, uh, one assumes H.G. Ebard version of the character. Um, so we've got two of the former Legion of Doom, for those that watch Legends of Tomorrow, uh, coming in, back into play. I wonder if Damien's going to try to, like, get familiar with Eobard, but since this is a different Eobard, it might not. <laughs> like, it might be, might be kind of awkward. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting seeing them interact. Just because what was Damien involved in Crisis on Earth X? I eh, don't think so. Okay, I could be wrong, but I, I don't think, think so. Okay, because that was like you know the last time we saw Eobard before um, he was on Legends, the blonde Eobard, Eoblonde, Eoblonde. Yeah, Eoblonde, as we call him. Yes. Um, yeah. So, so that'll be interesting to see. Yeah. If, if uh, he's like, Hey, wait a second. You don't look like, you don't look like the guy I know. Right. All right. Like, I, I think that there's probably, I don't know. It'll either be a, a throwaway line or it'll be a funny plot point, but um, I, I think I'm actually really looking forward to see how those two engage uh, because of their legends of tomorrow history or not <laughs> technically history <laughs> uh, that they have. So, yeah. Okay. But let's talk about these characters and how this might play into the uh, thing as a whole. So we don't quite know yet what Despero's plans are, like what his endgame is for, you know, this event. Uh, we, But I think we can assume, based on the fact that it's called Armageddon, that the Armageddon event from the comics deals with, you know, potential future timelines. And since we see, we actually have present as part of this uh, lineup, we've got Mia Queen, who literally exists in the future. Um, I think it's very possible that we could be seeing some sort of situation in which the telepathic Despero is either actively manipulating Eobard or possibly Barry to create alternate futures for a lot of these characters. Um, consider the fact that, you know, because we have Adam and Ryan Choi, we could actually be introduced to Ryan Choi as the Adam, like a future version of himself mm. before Ryan Choi actually becomes the Adam. You know what I mean? That like we could, would be interesting. Right, right. We could see because of the connection, as you've kind of laid out here between Damian Dark and uh and and Ray Palmer, it's it's possible we could be dealing with a future iteration of a dark Ray Palmer who's going, you know, summoning the the dead spirit well, of Damian Dark to resurrect his daughter or some sort of yeah, because because Damian's definitely dead. Um, right. He, he died on legends, like he is dead, dead, and he did so to save his daughter. Right. Um, so the fact that he is back, it, it, it uh, how? Right. Question mark. Like, <laughs> so, so exactly. Like, or or maybe there, maybe there's an alternate. I mean, maybe we're no, we can't be really dealing with alternate timelines, can we? Uh, well, so I think that's the thing, though. I think we actually could be dealing if we're dealing with alternate futures. If, for example, uh, you know, we have Barry or Eobard that is kind of going around and kind of creating or, or changing. The timeline down the line so it's not affecting the present but it's changing things like maybe two years from now to create an outcome you know 20 years from now which creates a character that despero may need for perhaps like an evil justice league he's putting together or something of that nature but that's what i'm saying is that damien died in the past at this point so right but what i'm saying is so in in the theory that i'm proposing perhaps we're dealing with a future where his daughter died and so Adam has, you know, turned to the dark side in an effort to resummon, you know, his father-in-law uh, to try to bring her back. I'm just saying when you're dealing with like dark magic, you can kind of get away with anything. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So I don't know. That's just that's just a theory. I, you know, it did make me think about the fact that, you know, with the Flash kids being in the present, perhaps during this event, we don't know that yet. There's no confirmation. But if uh, Nora and Bart are around, it'd be kind of cool if we do pull in Mia from the future and they know each other. 
Ooh, that could be cool. Yeah. Like, hey, she's a friend from work. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. It could be cool. I think that'd be awesome. Yeah, that would be that would be a nice little kind of plot thing there for them to like throw around future slang with one another. That'd be awesome. And what if and Bill, all right, all right, all right. So, you know, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta ship a little bit here. What if, what if Bart and Mia kind of have a little thing going on? And maybe in like the further future, they have a kid, which means that Barry and Oliver are like great grandparents to the same kid. <laughs> or wait, grandparents. Hang on, do the math. Grandparents, they're grandparents to the same kid. And then at the bris, Oliver could come and ruin it by like redoing his <laughs> vows. No, I know. Cut mine too. Cut mine too. i want to get mine done too here's me as a baby from earlier in the timeline that i can pull now because i'm kind of god yeah yeah oh man uh yeah so this has been a very interesting discussion throughout (laughs) um all right so yes So that's, that's what my theories, man. Based on the characters that we have lined up and the information we know about uh, Despero so far and Armageddon and like and such as any uh, any theories that you have in terms of what we might might be able to expect. I I like the the future Ray Palmer trying to summon Damian Dark to bring back his dead wife. Um, I like the possibility of a uh, Ray Palmer Ryan Choi Adam handoff. Mm-hmm. Um, I of course I, I'm excited about. Barthon coming back um and yeah like there, there's there's a lot of potential here with just the little bit of information that we have there's a lot of potential here and i think it's going to be a uh really exciting crossover i'm also excited that it's only on the flash and so mm-hmm. i don't have to remember oh crap uh it, it's oh no i'm 15 minutes into the episode i guess i'll have to stream it tomorrow (laughs) yeah look i'm with you man like on the one hand that was such a cool unique experience to kind of go through comic book tv yeah like that was it it was awesome it really was awesome and it was such it's so very like you know it's experimental and and cool and everything but that was fun but now it's done i'm really happy that (laughs) that we've got uh you know it's it's a little bit cleaner now that it's all in the flash kind of keep it all in house keep it all like you know linear we don't have to tone shift for different episodes and you know i i still think one of the biggest criticisms i have for that original was it the original crossover that happened to also kind of correlate with arrows like episode 100 or something like that um i can't remember if that was in the first or the second crossover uh, or major crossover but like, yeah, I think it was because they they get like sucked into the alien thing and they're all living like, oh, they do uh, the dream world thing. Yeah. And it's like, OK, this is uh, like this is, you know, this is very special for Arrow, but this is supposed to be a major crossover event thing. You know what I mean? Like it, it felt it felt off to me. Yeah, and so yeah. when things are a little bit more consistent, you know, had the entire thing, for example, been like a, an Arrow crossover event and everything was taking place over on Arrow for like five episodes or four episodes and one of them also happened to be that it would have made sense. And I think it would have flowed better. It's also, you know, to kind of make a movie comparison. If you think about uh, Captain America's Civil War, that's a Civil War is a universe crossing a, uh, you know, title events from the comics. But honestly, it worked better as a Captain America film because it gave you somebody to ground the entire event around. And yet it still felt epic. It felt like an Avengers film. Uh, that was kind of wrapped around Captain America. And so I'm excited for the notion of a crossover event that's wrapped around a character. You know, if I, you know, I, I feel like we're kind of in the, you know, the, the final days of this universe, which is kind of unfortunate, but, but if, if this is successful, I would love to see more of this kind of thing where we can get crossover events that's wrapped around a character. Doesn't have to be ours. You know, if it's, yeah. if it's a five part Batwoman, like, yeah, we'll, we'll go watch Batwoman. Uh, and like while Flash is over there and see what's up, like that would be great. And I think that could actually probably have helped a lot of these shows that didn't even like last as long as they probably should have. I mean, if Black Lightning had been like the host of the major crossover event due to some sort of, you know, issue that he was working on or, you know, villain that he was up against, uh, that probably would have been great for the ratings of that show and given a lot of people exposure to it that, you know, would have helped give it a little bit of, you know, a little bit more legs you get like a deeper understanding of the characters and the setting and stuff like that. So like when black lightning comes on to the flasher or some of the other shows or whatever, it's, it's like, okay, we see this character, but like, I don't really know much about the character from that. 
Mm-hmm. But if we all go to Supergirl and Supergirl does them all, we all go to Batwoman or we all go to Black Lightning. Um, it's it, it's it's a way to build that crossover audience because you know, I'm sure a lot of fans watch all the shows. Um, and and there and there's probably a lot that don't. And so this gives you an opportunity to kind of be like, hey, here's this other show out here that we have. Here's all your faves on this show. Do you like this show? Maybe you should watch it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and, and another thing, too, that uh, if this is the last season of The Flash, what a way to go out, right? With a, yes. a big five part crossover in your show on what may be your last season. I think that's I think that's a great way to start a final season. Um, and it could be, you know, I mean, I I don't know if it's going to be the final season, but I mean, it kind of feels like you were saying, you know, the 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 writing's not necessarily yet on the wall, but you can see the hand kind of moving the pen towards it. <laughs> well, they got some work to do. They've got they've got a lot of work to do. And I think it's one of those things when you when, you know, and I think I think they're aware of it. I mean, like, I, I again, they, how do I say I think they're they're obviously aware of it. So, you know, one way or the other, um, it is very difficult to try to recapture the energy of the beginning when you're, you know, seven plus seasons in, uh, especially after the universe has kind of been, you know, it's the, the biggest major storylines have kind of been already used. And so it's, they've got a task ahead of them. I'm not saying it's impossible, but regardless, I think that going out strong is, is a, is a good strategy and, you know, we'll see, we'll see what happens. Make us want more. You know, that's, that's really what, I think the the end game is going to be regardless of whether or not this is the last season or then, you know, the next of five more seasons end it and or rather build it, build to a point where you, you leave people wanting more and you will have done your job regardless of, of, you know, whether or not it continues on. So um, I, I think that's where they're at. I think that's what they want to do. I think they've expressed as much. And I think it's, you know, the writing is on the wall that that is definitely what's needed. And yeah, you're right. This five part crossover event should be really, really big. Uh, hopefully we'll get a few more announcements in terms of other characters that that might appear. And, you know, while it, it is obvious that all of the characters that we mentioned are specifically, you know, not series regulars, the series regulars should also, you know, I think we can assume be in this as well. My hope is that the kids will be, especially if we can get some sort of interaction between Mia and Nora and Bart. I think that'd be amazing and adorable and wonderful. So please, 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 let's, let's get the kids together. The real kids, <laughs> not the force kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no more, no more force kids. Well, not no more force kids, but stop calling them force kids. Uh, and also maybe no more force kids. Yes, that's right. That's, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Uh, but that's going to do it. I think for kind of the, the, the news flash and roundup for this week, uh, any, any final thoughts? And I don't know. It's uh, looking like it's going to be a fun crossover, man. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. And uh, we have a tentative date. Uh, what is it? Tuesday, November 16th. Yeah. So, so- Let's hope that sticks. And that's just a couple months away. So yeah, it should be fun. Gosh, remember that whole season of life where we couldn't say dates around anything? I wonder if <laughs> uh, I, I like even just when you said that, I was like, oh, I don't, I don't uh, <laughs> that makes me feel nervous. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, that's why I said tentative, right? Like, yeah, uh, that's that's what that's what they say. Um, but you know, in, in this day and age, I'm taking it with a grain of salt. Um, would be is nice that to- what they say? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, I mean, I recall the flash normally starting around October. Um, so this being, you know, a month later is kind of interesting. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll see. I mean, yeah, yeah. I, I think, I think it's safe. I, I think it's, it's safe enough. I think it's safe enough. Yeah. 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 We'll, we'll, we'll go there. Yeah. We'll go, we'll, we'll, we'll go there. Uh, all right. So there you go. Um, let us know your thoughts. Are you excited for Armageddon? We certainly are. Uh, Armageddon is what Armageddon. is. <laughs> Oh my goodness gracious. Uh, all right. Yes. But uh, tweet us your thoughts. We'd love to hear them over at uh, Flash TV Talk, at Flash TV Talk on Twitter, I should say. Uh, head over to patreon.com, patreon.com slash TV Talk to support the show and also be the first to find out about the big changes coming uh, in early October from us here at Flash TV Talk. Um, yeah. Exciting stuff. We're, we're, we're super hype. We want you to be as well. Uh, and I think that is going to do it for us for this week. You can also follow us on the Facebooks at facebook.com slash flash TV talk. Special thanks to Charlie Bach, who provides our outro music, soundcloud.com slash Charlie Bach. You can follow Bell at ring that bell. And if you think this is all jumbled and messed up, it's because we've altered the timeline. That's right. Despero's already at it, <laughs> which means that our theories were right. We called it. In yes. advance. <laughs> yes. Oh, man. For the latest and greatest in TV Talk and head over to tvtalk.fm. That's going to do it for us for this week. But don't worry. We'll be back in a flash.
got Black Lightning returning to the Arrowverse. Really? Yes. Okay. I thought you'd have a bit more reaction to like be like, ah, sorry. Let me run it all down. And sorry. Look, I, I was I was trying to figure out the guy's name. It's Robert D. Rayford on the John Boy and Billy Big Show in the morning. <laughs> I I just I it, it was it was it was a little you know thing in my brain and I had to pull it out. Now that I know the name of the show, um, fired. Yeah. <laughs> it, it was on it was on a morning uh, radio show, like on the radio, like it's uh, FCC approved. <laughs> uh, uh, fair, fair enough. Okay, it came from a news article. Like this was in the news. It was from a newspaper article. <laughs> I'm again. <laughs> Hashtag <Love> professionalism. <laughs> Okay, back so, back okay, on okay. track. Here. Hit me, hit me with that factoid again. That I should have had a bigger reaction. <laughs> For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts, so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger. For the ones who get it done. 